Well, just last week, households were breathing a little easier after the Reserve Bank decided to freeze its very aggressive interest rate hiking strategy. But could that reprieve be short-lived after fresh evidence this week that Australia's jobs market continues to run hot? And that's despite the 10 consecutive rate rises. So is more harsh medicine required? The ABC senior business correspondent Peter Ryan's been weighing the odds of a May rate rise. He joins us now. Peter, good morning. You were watching the numbers as they hit live yesterday. How surprised were you with this pretty strong outcome again? Well, uh, good morning, Glenn. Yes, so that was a pretty remarkable result uh, yesterday, late yesterday morning, and a sign that Australia's economy does remain resilient, despite, as you mentioned, the impact of those 10 rate rises we've had since May. Some pretty amazing strength in the labour market based on those March figures from the ABS. A seasonally adjusted a jobless rate of 3.5%, um, a 50-year low. Um, it had been expected to tick up to 3.6%, um, and 53,000 new jobs created in March, once more, much more than expected. Now, importantly, um, these numbers really do bounce around from month to month, but it's looking as though, based on these jobs figures, that inflation might be quite sticky, though uh, the jobs market can often be the last area to react as an economy softens, as the economy softens, um, looking like we'll be getting growth of uh, 1.6% by the end of the year, according to the latest uh, International Monetary Fund outlook. But whatever way you cut it, a resilient economy, uh, probably too resilient, um, means uh, the chance of a rate rise is there, given the jobs boom continues. We're a bit too resilient for our own good on the employment front. How might the Reserve Bank be viewing this result, given that inflation remains persistent and, and stuck at pretty high levels? Well, this uh, really brings into sharp focus the quarterly inflation report from the ABS, which is out on April the 26th. That's now really critical. Um, The last quarterly reading uh, was um, 7.8% on the annual basis for inflation. On the monthly reading, uh, we've seen inflation tick down to 6.8% in the year to February. The question is whether or not that trend will continue. But any um, uptick or even stickiness or stubbornness could give the Reserve Bank the collateral it needs to uh, uh, break that freeze and maybe raise interest rates at its next meeting on May the 2nd. Now, the Reserve Bank is independent from government, of course, but this morning in Washington, Treasurer Jim Chalmers uh, told my colleague Sabra Lane on AM that the RBA will be taking into account how tough households are doing it at the moment, given the higher cost of living, but also that the RBA would be taking into account storm clouds for the global economy when it comes to making any decision to raise rates. Well, I think certainly Australians are under the pump from uh, inflation, which has been more persistent than anybody wanted to see. Uh, And these interest rate rises do mean that people have got to find more money in their household budgets to service mortgages. That does put people under pressure. I think that's broadly recognised and understood, certainly by the government. Uh, You're right that the Reserve Bank takes its decisions uh, independently. Obviously, they take into consideration what's happening in the jobs market, but they also take into consideration what's happening around the world. And in that regard, it's been a bit more of a mixed story. So they'll weigh all that up and they'll come to a decision independently. I'll focus on my job, which is handing down a budget in less than four weeks' time. Treasurer Jim Chalmers speaking in Washington. And speaking of the US, Peter, there's been some pretty good news on the economic front today, including on inflation. It's not all gloomy. Could that perhaps see the end of rate rises in the US? Yes, so this is pretty interesting again, and and it's where we get back to uh, where bad news would 
is now becoming good news. Um, Wall Street stocks really took off after uh, fresh economic data showed that inflation in the United States is continuing to cool. And uh, there was a steeper steeper than expected fall in producer prices or farm gate prices and also signs that unemployment is rising with more people uh, applying for jobless benefits. That could see the US Federal Reserve slow its aggressive interest rate hiking strategy. And we now have some economists tipping the Fed uh, might be forced to cut interest rates early next year uh, to um, sidestep or avoid a a deep recession. And that's why we saw the Dow Jones Industrial Average in 1.1% higher uh, a short time ago. And of course, the tech-heavy Nasdaq really took off and it uh, ended 2% higher. Let's see what happens here. Meanwhile, we heard Mr Chalmers say the federal budget's due. It's on May the 9th. He's announced a, a breakout to the official papers that might go beyond the usual dry numbers. What does that mean, you think? Well, um, Glenn, normally the budget uh, can be a bit weighty and, as you say, dry. And we focus on the big parameters, uh, debt, deficit, GDP, unemployment, inflation, wages and other eye-glazing matters. But what about the impact for households who are trying to work out what all this means for them? Now, this document won't be in the actual budget, but there'll be uh, an important breakout release in June after the main event is going to be called Measuring What Matters, Um, looking at broad themes like prosperity, inclusion, sustainability and health. In other other words, um, what does the budget really mean for them? Now, New Zealand already has a well-being budget, but this um, one won't be part of the official budget process in Australia. It will be interesting to see what people actually want to hear. And as part of that, Treasury will be releasing more than 160 submissions, which no doubt will provide a bit of special weekend reading for a lot of people, maybe even you, Glenn, though you'd think that that uh, people being time poor could create a special chapter in this all of its own. I'll just borrow your copy, Peter. Thank you very much. Peter Ryan, the ABC senior business correspondent.